Welcome back to week four of I Want to Know. I want to know, Glenda. How about you? I do. <laughs> I want to know. All right. Well, this week we're tackling a big question. And you want to share the question this week? Well, how do I know for sure that I'm hearing from God? That's a good question, isn't it? Because a lot of, a lot of believers, myself included, you know, way back in the day, uh, would say, am I hearing from God? Is that just me thinking those things? Or is that the enemy? So today we're going to answer that question. But let's, before we get to that, let's open up in prayer. Amen. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to reach your children, Lord. And we just ask for everybody who's listening to this podcast to just be blessed by it and to be rewarded with peace and understanding, Lord, and to have victory in their everyday lives, and to be able to hear from you, God, without question. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, I think the classic scripture has to be said here right out of the gate. Yes. And if we're asking the question, how do we know, that it's the voice of God that we're hearing. Then we have to uh, go to John ten twenty seven, which says, My sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. Yes, that's it. Pure and simple. My sheep know my voice. Amen. Amen. There's certain ways that you can tell, just you can discern the voice of God. Uh, versus your own thoughts, versus the enemy trying to wreak havoc on you. But the first thing that we really need to do is we need to make sure that we're seeking God. We're seeking a relationship with God. I know we keep bringing this back up, but it's just so important. It's priority, Misty. It's priority. Because the Bible says, if you seek me, you'll find me. That's right. So, you know, God is there, and he's not too busy. <laughs> I heard somebody saying the other day, it's like it's like he's standing by saying, I know you're a busy child, but I'm here. I'm ready to talk to you. We're the ones that's preoccupied, that's not God. He's ready, willing, and able to hear us, to be our friend and our comforter, and for, for us to be able to hear his voice. Well, how did you get saved? How did you come into the kingdom of God? You heard, you heard the you Holy Spirit. Unction of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you heard the Holy Spirit tugging at you and talking to you, convicting you even, because now suddenly you, what you used to do, and you knew it was wrong, you're feeling a a, a, a conviction about it. Yeah, you're feeling like I don't know about you, but certain things that. I used to do and not think two thoughts over it. Mm -hmm. 
now I do it, and it kind of gets that pang in there, you know, from the, <laughs> it's like that, the Holy Spirit saying, knock, knock, knock. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have an, an excellent story oh, yeah. as to how you heard directly from the Holy Spirit yeah. very early on. But I want to say again, what you said was right on about you have to pursue a relationship with him mm-hmm. from, from the gate. From the time you get saved, you have to. Yes, this was years ago. I won't say how many. <laughs> I don't want nobody to know that, Misty. <laughs> well, we all know you're over 90. Misty, I am not over 90. <laughs> Girl, but I was in a bad way, a bad place, had a business that was failing, owed, and I say owed, uh, world companies a lot of money and was being called and harassed by them. And and on top of that, my marriage was at the worst it could have ever been. We were about to separate. I just wanted it all to end. You know what I mean? I was finished. Mm -hmm. I was even thinking, Lord, I just went out of this world. So you can get to a place like that. Yeah, real easy. I've been there. And uh, this particular day, an old man came in the store we sold wallpaper as well as floor coverings. And he had a long ponytail down his back. I'd say he was about 70. And he says, comes up to me. I was, uh, I was the one over the wallpaper section. And he comes in there and he says, I'm looking for one roll wallpaper. And I thought, what? Are you kidding me? That's a very seldom thing anybody would ever come in for just one roll wallpaper. And at that time, wallpaper wasn't cheap. I mean, it was very, you know, expensive. To, certain wallpapers were. And it would take a lot of wallpaper to do rooms. He uh, could see that I was down. I was, I was at rock bottom. And he started quoting me scriptures. And I thought, is this for real? I mean, surely... <laughs> This is this is it. <laughs> I can't take no more. And he bought that one roll wallpaper and he left. Well, the next day, our mail usually ran at 9 o'clock in the morning. I mean, at noon, and not 9 o'clock, at noon. And all at once, our mail was there at 9 o'clock. And I thought, what's the mail doing so here so early? So I was looking through it, and here was this manila envelope in this it was addressed to the lady in the wallpaper department. And I thought, what? And I opened it up, and this man had literally went home, copied pages out of the Bible, underlined the scriptures that he had spoken to me. And I took this thing and pitched it across the room. I sat down and just started crying. And about that time, my husband's dad, who had always been trying to get me to come to the Lord for years, comes through the door and he says, what's wrong with you? And I said, I'm just fed up. I I can't go on no more. I I don't want to live no more. I don't want nothing to do with this whole store. I don't want nothing to do with Glenn, nothing. My husband, I was fed up. And he says, Glenda, I'm going to ask you one more time come to church with me. Now, I say for years, I'd say four or five years, Glenn's daddy and his brother, who I worked alongside of in the store, 
had been trying to get me to come to the Lord. So I'd been under conviction. I'd been hearing the Holy Spirit trying to draw me, Jesus draw me to him. And anyway, this time, this time, I threw my hands up in there and I said, well, why not? I've tried everything else. And believe me, I had. I had tried everything else. Next day, I get up early that morning. It's Sunday. Started getting my clothes on, getting dressed. And my husband said, well, what's going on with you? Where are you going? I said, well, I'm going to church. And if you want to come, get in the car with me. I'm going. So <laughs> he gets dressed and gets in the car and comes with me to church. I get to the church, and I'm just sitting there thinking, what am I doing here? I ain't got no business being here. And that pastor started preaching. And when he did, those exact same scriptures that that man had underlined, he was up there saying them. Now I'm thinking, sitting in this pew thinking, uh, this is weird. How did this man know what that man told me yesterday? I mean, these weren't your everyday scriptures. These were scriptures, you know, that you just, you had to dig for them. You had to dig for you, and, and yet here they were, and this man was repeating every one of them. And so when the time came at the end and he called up anybody to want to come up and have prayer, I don't even remember going up there. But I went up there, and he prayed the prayer with me. And the minute I came up off of my knees, Misty, I knew something. Something drastic had happened to me, and I had been changed. And people said they could see it all over me. The countenance was all over me. And it was like a tremendous burden that I had been carrying that I wasn't supposed to be carrying came off of me all at once. And honey, I was in love. I didn't know what love was till that day. And I mean, I suddenly knew what love was. I loved everything. I loved the dirt. I mean, when I say I loved the dirt, I loved the dirt. Everything, everything on this the earth. Love of the Lord. I was in love. And I found out what love was. And this went on for about two weeks in me. Uh, I just couldn't, I didn't care who you, what you'd done to me. I didn't care. I didn't care. I just loved you anyway. And, and like I we said, every, need, we all need some of that. Yeah, and I, everything I seen that God had created, I just fell in love with it. Never before had I seen it that way, and it was just beautiful to me. My whole life changed that day. Two weeks later, I'm lying in bed. It's five thirty in the morning. I hear a voice say to me, "Get up, get up," and I'm thinking, "Oh boy, here we go." Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? Because I looked over at my husband, he's still sound asleep. My children are not knocking on the door of the bedroom, so it's not them. And I'm, th I'm thinking, okay, uh, I'm going to lay back down here and I didn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you dreamed it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, just thought it or something, I don't know. Again, get up. I want you to get up. And I raised up out of that bed and I got my clothes on and I went started out the door and I heard these words say to me go in there and turn the TV on now we lived in a little house and I thought I'm not turning that TV on to wake everybody out in the house up and it's 5 30 in the morning 
And I'm thinking, now I really am losing it. See, now I'm hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me. So I go in there and I sat down. I went, first I went and got me a cup of coffee and a cigarette. And I'm hearing this go down or go in there and sit down and turn the TV on. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I go in there, sit down, turn the TV on with my cup of coffee and my cigarette. Lo and behold, it's a Christian station on that TV to this day. When I get to heaven, I'm going to ask the Lord, how comes that was on my TV? Nobody in our house would have turned that on. Because remember, I'm only about two weeks into being Christ a Christian. And, and I'm like, what is going on It's amazing here? how God works. Yes. And on this TV station, I won't mention the station, it's well known, but... There was an old man standing at the pulpit. He had this little black poodle on top of the pulpit. Now he's caught my attention because I love animals and had little animals like that in my house, you know, poodles and uh, peekapoos and shih tzus. And, and I'm thinking, wow, what's he doing with that poodle on that pulpit? <laughs> and he's, Got your attention. Yes, and I mean, who, see, who takes a dog to church? puts him up on the pulpit, and he says, you see this little animal? He loves his master. He will do anything for his master. I don't care where his master is. He's got his eye on his master. He says, I'm going to tell you, that's the way we have to be with our master. Now, he's really getting my attention, but then what he says next floored me. And he says, you ladies out there drinking a cup of coffee and smoking a cigarette, <laughs> if you will pray this prayer with me, you'll never want another cigarette. No, he didn't say anything about coffee. Thank the Lord. But <clears throat> if you'll pray this prayer with me, you'll never want another cigarette. Now, I'd been smoking 30 years, Misty. I'd even quit two years and started back again. I had every... Since I can remember, you were smoking. Yeah. I prayed that prayer with him. Before I even got done praying it, I was putting that cigarette out and never, ever had another desire for a cigarette since. He delivered me right there on the spot. Amen. But I obeyed because I heard from him. I was hearing the Holy Spirit. He's speaking to us all the time, but we're not paying attention is our problem. Yes, exactly. We are too focused on the things of this world. You know, we're not supposed to be looking at this world. We're supposed to be looking at the Spirit. What's yes. The spirit. Yes. And it, the problem is, is that people are too fixated on the world of the flesh. Uh, to hear to hear properly from the Lord, and I will say, if you're not hearing from God, and you may be hearing from God and not know it, but if you're hearing from God, not hearing from God, then it's because your your attention, your what's most important to you, is not God. It's you're you're too driven by your circumstances, other people you know, what's going on in your life, 
to, to say, to seek God, because that was the first thing we said. Yes, if and that, you're not seeking God. Immediately, I started wanting to know about this God who, who had just brought me into the kingdom and delivered me a cigarette. Who wouldn't want to know about him? Right. I started finding out about this God. I want to know him personally. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about some things, some ways that we can identify. Because I think that's something people really struggle with, is how to tell when the God or you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. That it's actually him, not our own imagination or thoughts, not the thoughts of the, of the enemy, uh, the devil. Um, I wrote down a couple of things, and, and Mom, you can chime in uh, with, with your own thoughts. But the first thing is, God. when God speaks, he will never contradict the word. No. There you go. So what does that tell us right out of the gate? We need to know the word. Yes. If you don't know the word, you have no way, uh, because you have to remember, the devil knows the word. He, when he tempted Satan, I mean, when he tempted Jesus multiple times, he was quoting scripture to him. Right. So the, if the enemy knows the word, then you darn sure need to know the word so that you can recognize the subtle deceptions that come along. But God's voice will always coincide with his word. That's right. Second thing is, God operates a lot of times on the law of confirmation. Yes. So if you hear something and you're questioning that, especially if it's God directing you to do something or to take an action, many times he will bring confirmation. And that may be in the form of other people. It may be in the form of turning on, I can't tell you how many times I've turned on Joyce Myers and she's confirmed something yes. that's been told to me in the spirit. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in the, the car with mom here and I've something that I've been you know, hearing from the word or something that she's been hearing from the word, from God. Uh, well, all of a sudden the other one will say, you know, I was just <laughs> thinking about this this morning. And this was, I believe God was speaking to me on this issue. And it's a confirmation. Yes. Or the third thing that we need to look for is that God doesn't give every detail. He really focuses on the heart of the issue. More importantly, where your heart is. Well, too, to see if you're going to obey and start with. Right. I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of times when I hear from God, it's because my heart isn't right in a certain area. I'm not obedient in a certain area. And, and it's not a condemnation from God as much as it is an encouragement to say, you need to get back on the right track. Uh, and then another thing that I wrote down here is God doesn't obsess over our shortcomings. Now, when you start hearing things like, you're never going to be able to pull this off, God didn't tell you to do that, you're going to be one of those people that isn't walking in, the, in God's will for your life, you're never going to be successful, that is not God. God doesn't operate that way. But I think maybe a basic question that we just need to pause right now, just in case some people out there want to know this, is how do you hear the voice of God? As far as, is it an audible thing? 
or is it a spiritual thing? And I let me clarify that for you. God does not usually, and he has, he did it uh, different times in the Bible, but God doesn't usually speak audibly. He usually speaks through your spirit. Right. Not to say that he can't, but most of the time he speaks through the spirit. A lot of some, Mom, I want you to chime in here. Some cues that I've learned is that a lot of times I'll know that it's God because I wasn't even thinking about it. That's it. And it usually comes something in a fully formed thought. You know, it's like, boom, there it is. Mm -hmm. Because in the spirit, everything travels at the speed of thought. You're not having to voice the words. So Well, it happens in the spirit first. Right. You know, other things that I know that it, it's from God is... It will bear witness. It will bear, like I said, it will bear witness with my spirit. I will have a peace about it. Yes. Do you have any other things to add to that? Well, that's, that's, that's it right there, Misty. I mean, if you don't have a peace about something you're hearing then it's probably not from God. God's not that way. I mean, he, he wants to help you. He wants to, what's best for you. He even wants to give you the desires of your heart. He wants to, eh, nothing but the best for you. I'm going down the road one day. I'm minding my own business. Now, I'd been looking for a certain uh, book, bookshelf that I needed to have to be slanted on the ends. I couldn't find one nowhere. I'm going down the road and I hear, Turn in that place right there, that furniture store. And I'm thinking, I'm on my way home. I'm, I just finished work and I want to go home. But I hear it again. You need to turn in there and go in there. Lo and behold, I walk through the door. First thing on the right of my hand, just past the door, was exactly what we were looking for. Right, God can touch us with just a... He doesn't want to just deal with us on big things it's small things yes because he cares because he cares i mean if you are a parent and you have a child that just really has been asking for a specific toy um you know whatever it is let's say you have a kid that really wants a set of legos and it's a small thing but you know that's the desire of their heart yeah you're going to find a way to make that happen because you love them. And so everything doesn't have to be a grand scale with God. And I think that's where we miss God a lot of times. I've mentioned this in the in previous podcasts is that everything doesn't isn't pomp and circumstance. Everything isn't grand where we have to have these grand spiritual events. Sometimes it's just talking to God. Well, I think <clears throat> like you started out to begin with, the things of the things of this world. Uh, I don't uh, like the way movies present a lot of things that I believe put fear in the minds of people that if they do hear a voice speaking to them, and it's usually a calm, subtle voice God has, that they're already leery of it because, oh, they saw this on a sci-fi channel that that was, you know, some weirdo. Right. thinking uh, they can hear from, from other people. And I think that's really messed up people and put fear in them. And uh, God's got to break through that wall. Well, exactly. I mean, we have strongholds yes. in our minds. And that's why the Bible tells us that we're supposed to guard our eyes and our ears. Yes. 
if we're watching a bunch of stuff that breeds fear and things like that, then those are things that take root in our mind, create strongholds, which are barriers. And you can't get past it. You know, you're 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 not able to reach God through that through that mental barrier. That's why the uh, the Bible talks about tearing down of strongholds. Well, when I started hearing them voices, you know. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, get up, get up. My first thought was, okay, this is some weird movie happening. Them people that think they're hearing things, hearing people. I had a similar experience that I want to share with you before we close today. I remember one time I was laying in bed, and this was back when I was was working, and something had happened. I didn't set the alarm clock right or something. This is how, I'm saying, this is how God can chime in just on little things. So I am just completely out. And all of a sudden, I hear, don't ask me how, I hear, Misty, get up. And I'm like, my eyes just pop right open because I'm thinking, who's talking to me? I look over, my husband sounds asleep. Now I went to work very early, so my kids were usually still in bed. So I'm like, I must have dreamed that. I had to have. I mean, I was still kind of half awake, half asleep. So I just started to go, Misty, get up. And by this time, I shot straight up into bed at this point. Because I'm thinking, there's somebody in this room. (laughs) Because I could hear it audibly. You know, it was like, and I just shot straight up out of bed. Started looking all over the place. (laughs) Thinking, okay, who's, who's broken my house? You know, where's the shotgun? <laughs> Not that we had one, but suddenly I looked over at the clock and I realized, oh my word, I've overslept 30 minutes. And of course I jumped up and I still continued to look around. There was nobody in the house. And at that moment I realized that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, had woke me up physically out of a deep sleep. Yes. Yes. That can happen. Just like the Lord can reach you in dreams. Yes, and that's what he's doing now. The Lord is now reaching his children through dreams and visions. And, visions. and you need to pay attention to them. A lot of the people don't understand what a vision is. And I think that's a topic for another day. Yeah. But you know, before we could even, I think next week we're going to talk about faith. How maintaining an attitude of faith. How important that is, especially now, with everything that's going on uh, in the world. Well, faith is just a matter of trusting God. Right. But before we could really get into the question of faith, we had to approach the topic of hearing from God because you have to be able to hear from God. You know, you really have to have some sort of connection to God. All right. Well, I think that's about... Hopefully that's helped someone out there who's questioning whether they're actually hearing from God. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to add? Well, I think we need to make it understandable that what I found out was people don't pay attention when he is speaking. Not just because of things that are going on around him or what have you, but he's speaking to you. You don't get it the first time. Well, Bless the Lord my God. He'll do it again. 
He'll take the time to speak to you the same thing again, saying the same words. You may hear it five times in one day. That's the Lord speaking to you. You need to pay attention to what he's saying. And I think that's the biggest thing, Misty, is they're not realizing he's speaking. Right. We need to become, it's like tuning into a radio station. You need to get your spiritual tuner working properly. And the only way that you can do that is by developing that relationship with God where you start to become familiar with how God works. Yes. How he speaks. Now, as soon as I can tell you immediately if I hear it from God or if it's just something that right. I come up with. Yes. Or if it's the enemy trying to attack my mind. You but what you can do right now, if you're struggling and you're not believe that you're not hearing from God, but get you in are, your prayer closet. You are hearing. Get in your prayer closet. <laughs> seek God. Tell him, Lord, I want to hear you. I want to know you. Now, keep in mind that while your mind is focused on that, you may not be able to hear anything. But I guarantee you, when you walk away from that, and your mind kind of, you know, you're not so driven to hear from God, a lot of times that's when you'll hear from him. Yes. Because he, he has to get through all that static. And, you know, you got to sometimes... <laughs> Try to get in a state of calmness, of peace. Because he can't speak to you if you're not in peace. No, a lot of times you're not so, gonna listen to him. We're so anxious. Yes. And we're like, Why why can't I hear you, God? Why aren't you talking to me, God? I know you talk to sister. And see, so I can hear God. the anxiousness in the words you're saying. Right. And if I'm thinking that way, I'm already out of peace. I'm I'm not in peace. Yeah. No matter if he tried to speak to me, I'm not gonna hear him. And then yeah. he adds something else. You don't need to go to somebody else to hear from God. No, no. There's so many people out there, well, I know sister so and so hears from God. Let me go get her to pray for me. No. I'm not discouraging Let me tell you, you don't have for time prayer. for that now. I'm not in, I'm not discouraging seeking prayer. But do not use someone else as a way to hear from God. You should be able to you'll be able to hear from God yourself. My sheep hear my voice. Exactly. Amen. Amen.